It's the Donna Sugar Show. Oh, yes. It's, it's everything. It's everything. It's high heel shoes. It's makeup. It's wigs. It's, it's video games. It's movies. It's, it's Dungeons and Dragons and World of Warcraft. It's, it's about me. The podcast is about me. You should know this. You downloaded the Donna Sugar Show. Yes. Oh, God. This voice. I, I sound like the author. Yes. Well, hello, darlings. This is Donna Sugars. Yes. And welcome to the Donna Sugar Show. Oh, yes. Girls, another week. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I say girls a lot, and I think it's just forced to happen. I always say G-U-R-L-S, and I realize that's, that's, that's a blanket term that I use, but some people are offended by that term, and I know I'm trying to be more inclusive, but darlings... Darlings, I'm trying. Uh, uh, give me time. Okay, so I, I don't mean to offend anyone when I use the term girls. Uh, uh, it's just um, it's just my blanket term for everyone. I mean, I, I'm from California. I also use the word dude a lot. I mean, <laughs> let's be fair. I use dude for inanimate objects. Like, when the toaster burns my toes, dude, you burn my toast. Like, <laughs> it's just... So maybe I just call everyone dude. Um, but is dude masculine? Uh, so I don't want to offend anyone who is feminine by using a term that's more masculine. I, I don't know. So, um, <laughs> God, um, I think I'm going mad. I, I think that I'm slowly going crazy. And, um, sometimes I wonder who listens to this podcast. And, um, my mother told me the other day she listened to an episode. Of course, it was the episode that I just did where I had a conversation with all of you about um (laughs) which is a little worked up um so yeah uh so but i i wonder who other than than my mother (laughs) is listening to my podcast and i have some friends that i play games with uh that they all listen and i appreciate them and i love them all so much um and but i'm always just amazed at like like who like are there any cis white males like are there like just random people like who is it that really <laughs> who is it like like tell me who listens to my podcast so and i you guys know how i am i'm obsessed like i am absolutely obsessed with statistics so i am always on um my podbean statistics like where is everyone coming from and, and what countries and and <laughs> sometimes and i'm really wondering like who are these people like, who is that one person in Slovenia that downloaded my podcast? Hi. Welcome. I mean, like, who is that one Greek guy? I'm guessing guy. I have no idea. Um, I mean, <laughs> and I love them all. I'm looking at these lists of people and I'm just like, I love you. Um, Trinidad and Tobago, like, yes, girl. Um, and, and there are countries that I expect. I mean, obviously, mostly America. Um, my second largest country of people is the UK. Now, girls, I'm obsessed with the UK. Um, so I'm always just amazed. Uh, so, darlings, I- I'm at this point now that I want to know who you are. Tell me. Send me a message. Who are you? Give me details. <laughs> are you a straight white man? Do you listen to my podcast because of the sexiness of my voice? Does this do something for you? If I talk like this, does it do something for you? Do you like it? Uh, 
<laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. God, even I, I see, this is why I could never do phone sex. I could never keep a straight face. I just, I would have to laugh. Um, <laughs> stupid. Uh, so I'm having this weird moment because I'm, I think I'm stir crazy. I think I'm just, um, I think isolation has, has its moments. Uh, so I will say that I am being very good about isolating. Uh, when I was in Buffalo, I stuck to myself. And then um, a lot of people have started to create bubbles. And those bubbles um, are filled with people who are all being safe that and, and they choose to interact together. And they can they can kind of know that the people in their bubbles are staying safe with them um, so that they feel comfortable with those people. So I was with Cam and Corey. And then we would invite a few other people into the bubble. But we knew we were safe because of that group. Because we were all intelligent. We were all keeping ourselves safe. So when I came here, I had a, a bubble. But unfortunately, there are too many people in my bubble here in America that are essential workers. <laughs> so they're constantly out in front of other people. Um, or they just are not safe. Um, and they don't care. And so I just... It, I'm doing everything I can to stay positive and just like positive as in like like mentally positive um and and keep myself safe and do what i'm supposed to do because of the pandemic um i, I keep listening to all these people going well once we all get the vaccine everything will go back to normal so quickly and i'm like no girl no no that's not how that works um and what's funny is I, when i hear people talk about the vaccine i it, it reminds me of when people were getting um when, when prep came out and you have all these young twinks like this that were like, I'm on prep, so I don't wear condoms. <laughs> Go ahead and breed me raw daddy. Um, girl, 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 no. Prep only protects you from HIV. <laughs> uh, it doesn't protect you from super gonorrhea. Um, and, and, and what's another ST? I don't know any STDs. Gonorrhea, syphilis, um, are crabs an STD? Because aren't they just lice for your pubic hair? I don't know. Oh, um, for the young people, pubic hair is hair that grows out of your nether regions. Um, yeah. Uh, sorry, I had to explain pubic hair to the young ones who don't don't know what that is. Um, so uh, I, I'm just. I don't know. I'm I'm having a moment because I don't know any STDs. Um, I and I feel that same thing. Like once you get the vaccine, you still got to wear a mask. Like. Let's be real. You still have to keep yourself safe. Uh, so what did I do this week? Absolutely nothing. I did absolutely nothing. I went to work in this room. I slept in this room. I played video games. Guess where? In this room. Um, I went into jacuzzi. Oh, God, I did go in the jacuzzi a lot. So my parents bought a jacuzzi years ago, and they were using it all the time were happy um they had this jacuzzi it was something they both wanted for this long long time they both learned how to maintain it um and then i moved and then my dad got sick and then he died and my mom just couldn't bring herself to use it and but she still maintained it so you have a perfectly good jacuzzi just sitting there and no one using it and i was here for two and a half months before i finally said the fuck am I doing? I went and used a jacuzzi. So guess what? <laughs> First of all, 
I've used the jacuzzi multiple times. Um, um, I'm gonna... <laughs> God, uh, let me go ahead and just, uh, play this. Mom, don't listen. Mom, don't listen. Mom, don't listen. I'm talking about dicks. Yeah, dicks. You've been warned. I mean, I'm really not talking about dicks, but I just, I felt it necessary to play that out. I did go into the jacuzzi without a swimsuit once. I mean, everyone was asleep. It was super late at night. What, what do I, what do I need a swimsuit for? It's, it's, I'm in my private backyard. No one can see me. Um, yeah, it, it felt so wrong. It's, it, I, I, I'm, guys, I'm a prude. You guys, I mean, (laughs) I am very much a prude. Um, (laughs) when it comes to me, I'm like, if you want to be naked, good for you, honey. But I am very much a prude. Um, so I went in without a swimsuit. I was like, oh. And I felt very naughty. Um, I, I immediately posted a picture in the inappropriate section of the gayest podcast of just my legs. Um, and then I realized it showed a little bit more than my legs. And I'm like, oh, I didn't want that in the picture. And I couldn't edit it. Uh, I, well, I should have just deleted it. <laughs> but I'm like, okay, it's a shadow. You, can, you can't you can see anything. I'll leave it. Um, so I've just been using the jacuzzi and enjoying it. Uh, because I think it's just, here's what I'll admit. <laughs> hopefully mom's still not listening um i haven't had a good night's sleep in three months (laughs) my bed back home is so firm um and i need a firm bed because bitches got a sensitive back and i'm a fat bitch um and and i'm not being self-deprecating like i'm a big bitch i know what i need i need a firm bed and when i got here it was memory foam it was an old soft mattress it was the new mattress i bought for (laughs) this little twin um, it's a little twin mattress. It's just not firm enough. Like, honestly, I'm tempted to just sleep on the floor tonight just to see if that fixes it because I need a firm bed. Um, so I just, I don't know. <laughs> uh, so I've been going this, like, sleep a couple hours, get up, stretch, because my back will tighten up. It's not my whole back. Like, like at first, like, there was legit back pain, but now it's just my hip. One of my hips. I'm getting older. One of my hips is going. Um... And it's causing some pain, so I get up, I stretch, and then I lie back down and go to bed. Uh, my nephew has some dogs, and uh, one of the dogs yesterday decides to, while I'm in the jacuzzi, jump on my bed. Um, I had some Chinese who jumped on my bed, knocked the Chinese food onto the floor from my desk, and eat through the styrofoam. He ate some of the styrofoam to eat my, ch- my lo mein and my barbecue pork. Now, I'm like... This is what I never leave my door open, so I kind of asked for it. But I just hope the dog's okay. You know how much styrofoam he ate? Oh, goodness. I mean, I don't think your body... I mean, if styrofoam doesn't break down when you're buried in the earth, is it going to break down in in the dog body? I don't know. I hope he's going to be okay. So, oh, darlings, I've just been rambling on. Let's get right into some two minutes of news, okay? We've got so much politically happening and some news. Girl, we've got some news. Let's get into it. minutes of news yes disneyland california is scrapping its annual pass program as of 2021 the long-standing program that allowed people to enter the park multiple times per year under one cost has yet to have a replacement announced rupaul's drag race season 13 contestant joey J has nude photos and they are fucking amazing and drag race season 2 uk's sexy new pit crew member tony has nude photos and i love me some ginger dick 
Twitter bans MyPillow CEO Mike Lindell. On top of all those businesses that stopped carrying his product and the fact he's being sued for over a billion dollars, he's not having a good month now, is he? And this has been a less than stellar week for Des. TV icon Larry King dies at 87, Oscar winner Cloris Leachman dies at 94, Tony and Emmy Award winner Cicely Tyson dies at 96, and gay producer and director Scott Masters of one of my favorite studios, Studio 2000, dies, but he didn't give his age. Norway finds the gay dating app Grindr $11 million after they illegally sold users' personal information to third-party advertisers. For the first time in nearly four decades, operators of traditional gay bathhouses can once again seek permits to open in San Francisco. It's party time! Once the pandemic's over, sleuths! Trump's supporting priest has been ousted from the Catholic Church after performing a live exorcism trying to rid Biden from the White House. Biden's COVID response team is scrambling to find 20 million coronavirus vaccine doses that the Trump administration lost! How do you lose 20 million doses? Oh my god. A Canadian couple has earned a special place in hell for traveling more than a thousand miles to get COVID-19 vaccines meant for vulnerable indigenous people. There's no punchline there. They're just fucking monsters. With only two weeks left to Trump's second impeachment trial, all of his lawyers keep quitting. Oh, that's so sad. Scottish singer and trans icon Sophie dies after climbing to watch a full moon and accidentally falling, according to her label. Eddie Izzard, the gender-fluid stand-up comedian and longtime Labour campaigner, has a simple mission, become Britain's first openly trans member of Parliament, and I hope you do it, darling. And finally, as a continuation of last week's story, Matthew Camp calls out New York Times over its reporting of his house fire, failing to mention him at all and only mentioning that the home was formerly owned by the Church of Satan. Not even mentioning that he was inside of it. Two minutes of news! Yeah. Okay, darlings, let's go ahead and recap this with some of the stories that I think are the most important. Um, I mean, I love some good RuPaul's Drag Race dick. Uh, Joey J is gorgeous. And if you have not seen this ginger, beefy, juicy, I mean, <laughs> from UK, girl, it's it's nice. It's, it's really, really nice. Um, it's been, a, I mean, the deaths have been kind of crazy. The sheer number of people who have died recently. Um, but I want to go right into the gay porn producer and director Scott Masters. First of all, he didn't give his age anywhere. I couldn't even find his age. I went looking for it. That is such a baller move. Like, you don't know how old I am? Fuck you. Um, I, <laughs> good for you, bitch. I uh, love it so much. Um, I. What's funny is... I was a huge fan of Studio 2000 um, because they had a lot of really amazing titles with a really amazing performers. They had storylines that I enjoyed. And this was right around the time that I first discovered porn. So I really appreciate it a lot. Um, so I went back and I was actually looking at some Studio 2000 uh, releases and I realized, oh my God, I've seen so many of these. And the fact that he was a part of that, I think it's amazing. So, I mean, those kind of early contributors to gay porn, like, God bless, honey. You're doing the God's work there. Uh, the $11 million, $11.7 million uh, uh, fine uh, to Grindr represents 10% of the company's European revenue, which is not a small number. At this point in my life, I am not shocked anymore about any terrible thing that came out of the Trump administration. Like, how do you lose 20 million doses? Like, that's not a small number. That's not a... <laughs> it's not 500 doses being destroyed by that asshole pharmacist. This is 20 million doses that people need for us to get our lives back to normal. Like, like fucking criminal. It's, it's absolutely criminal. Okay, so I have read this story a couple of times now, and I have gotten so furious, I wanted to punch someone. But I need to talk about this couple. So, this couple from Vancouver travels to this small community that has only a hundred people in it uh, on a private plane 
uh, they get to this this place called Beaver Creek, Yukon. They pose as local workers in order to receive the coronavirus shots. And as per the local guidelines, they are supposed to self-isolate for 14 days. Well, the very next day, they were caught trying to leave and take a plane back down to Vancouver. So they were both fined for $1,150. And now when it was realized what they had done and, and why they're doing it, there's literally talk about them getting six months in prison. Honestly, it should be more than that. They're fucking monsters. Like, you travel 1,100 miles to take a a COVID vaccine that was meant for the elderly of a small um, indigenous group called the White River First Nation community. Like, like what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, how fucked up are you in your head that you think that that was okay? I can't. Uh, It's vile and disgusting people. I I can't. I just can't get over it. Um, I, I, it's awful. Um, I don't know Sophie, so I actually want to go and I have to go and learn a little bit more about Sophie, but I've been hearing a lot about her in the last couple of days. and It's, it's very sad. Like you just, you climb up to watch the full moon and you slipped and it's, oh God, poor thing. And so young, 34 years old. It's just so young. And from what everyone has been saying, seeing all the love that's poured out for her, like she was going to continue on. She was a superstar. And so we talked about this last week about, um, so the porn star Matthew Camp um, was in his home when someone, because they caught it on video, poured gasoline on his porch and burned down his house. He was left with nothing. The entire house burned down. So the New York Times reports the story, but fails to mention him at all. Only mentions the fact that this was the Church of Satan's Halloween house was gutted by an arsonist. And uh, he decided that he was not happy about it. And he felt it necessary to comment on Twitter. Good for him, because he should. Uh, Please stop these sensationalist headlines. Someone tried to kill me, and it's all about the Halloween house. Like, that's fucked up, New York Times. But, I mean, are we... At this point, I'm not shocked anymore that, that... they're going to ignore the fact that some a gay porn star was inside and someone tried to murder them to talk about something that's sadder, that it was owned by a former Church of Satan member. Like, I, I think they're afraid if they actually said that there was a gay porn star involved that people would not have cared that the house was burned down. Because that's how disgusting people are nowadays. <laughs> I can't. So um, let's move on. Because it's not been... It wasn't a great week. It really wasn't a great week in the news. Um, not, not a lot of good. I mean, there's some good, but but not a lot. <laughs> I can't. I just can't. What's this? It's the internet. What's that? It's a big network and open forum that allows the expression of opinions where people have discussion with their different points of view. So, darlings, obviously during the pandemic, our lives are being lived online, and this is where we are finding our bliss. So that's why I love this section, because it's important to talk about what I'm doing online. Um, I've been spending entirely, entirely too much time on TikTok. Um, I've even made some TikToks. I haven't quite doing any dancing or anything, but I've been making some TikToks, and I love them. It's fun to make them. Um, I have been watching a lot of NCIS on Netflix, 
Um, you don't realize how much you love an ensemble cast like that in a show when you just you just fall for everyone, and when they meld together, you realize it's just such a great show. Um, <laughs> I I have been researching a lot. Um, I've been kind of tr- thinking about changing up my skincare and trying out some new products. So I've been really trying to like research different products that I think are right for me. I'm looking for a good exfoliating gel. Um, I talked about that that gel before that I used to have. Have I talked about it on this show? I don't know if I have. Let me talk about it then. Um, there was this product, Laveau? Laveau? Girl, I always say it wrong. It is spelled L apostrophe A-V-E-O. You, and it's this exfoliating gel that <laughs> that my mom had got me years ago, um, and it's a hundred dollars a container. It's crazy expensive. My mom got it on this kind of special thing they were doing at one of the uh, warehouse stores, and it was like eighty nine dollars for the set. And the whole thing is like they get you hooked on the product, and then when you have to go pay full price, it's insane. Um, so it's so crazy expensive, and I miss it because my skin really needs an exfoliating treatment. Um, this is, this is as gay as it gets, girls. This is getting real gay. So (laughs) I've been trying to investigate and find a product that's like that. This stuff was great. Um, it only worked on a wet face. So when you get your face wet, you take a little bit of this gel and you roll it into your face. And if you've ever taken Elmer's glue and put it on your hands and then rolled your hands and all the glue kind of just sloughed off and rolled off, it did that with the top layers of your skin and your skin felt so soft a baby oh and you looked younger and refreshed oh the shit was so good um so finding a product that does that (laughs) drawing so hard um so i'm still on the prowl if any of you use a good exfoliating gel please tell me because i totally need one so i think i'm actually going to be switching up my face um my moisturizer and uh, i'm looking into doing Moving into an exfoliating toner, um, I, I haven't gone into, I haven't used an exfoliating toner in a long time, and I need to get myself back into good, healthy um, skincare because I have some bags on my, under my eyes. <laughs> Most of them are coming from not sleeping, but I have fought those bags under my eyes for years, and I'm determined to fight them off for a few more, Okay. <laughs> 40 is closer than 30. Um, so I don't want any bags. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to be that queen that, that looks like she's ready to go. She's already packed and ready no matter where she goes. Girl, I'm going to fight it. And even my brother, who is uh, one year away from 40, uh, bless him. He is starting to get really serious about his, his uh, uh, facial care. And he's using an eye cream. And I'm like, oh, girl, when my straight brother is has a greater beauty regimen than me like girl you gotta step it up step your pussy up oh (laughs) i'm sorry i didn't realize it was that time that time uh darlings i need to talk about dimension 20 so if you don't know what dimension 20 is it is something that i have become absolutely hooked on so dimension 20 is a tv program it's a a channel from dropout.tv um, and it was, it has a lot of the people from the um, College Humor uh, YouTube channel. And they're playing D&D. And it is so good. And so I don't have Dropout.tv, but they finished these campaigns and then they put the campaigns on YouTube. Kind of after the fact. And I started watching Fantasy High. 
now. I am 13 episodes in, two hours an episode, and I'm hooked. Oh my god, it is so good. Fantasy High takes place in the D&D 5e universe, except the town um, is very kind of 1950s, leave it to beavers, like perfect town with malt shops and apartments and, and clubs and all of that. Very normal, except for the fact that it's set in a fantasy setting. So cars are powered by magic. And instead of having cell phones, you have communication crystals that can take video. And these are all the, um, the six people playing are all freshmen at a new high school and obviously things happen and they all have their different traits it is so entertaining if you have never been into D, if D has never been your thing or if you just never really understood give this a watch it's so good and it's so entertaining and you get so into it that when they roll bad you just feel so bad for them and when they roll great when you got those nat 20s, you are there screaming with them. <clears throat> There's a moment. There's a moment, and I'm not going to say when. I won't tell you the exact episode. But there's a moment when it was an epic roll where this guy had been transported to a, a different dimension and he needed to roll to try to escape. And the GM rolled a 20. Now, when with a 20-sided dice, when you roll a, a 20... That's a crit. That's a guaranteed victory. And he's like, oh, okay, well, I might as well just give up because there's no way I'm going to be able to beat a 20. He rolled, and he rolled a 22. Like, it's insane. Like, it, when there's 20 sides of the dice, the thought of both of them rolling 20s. So he ended up getting out. But it was this moment that, like, they're all screaming. The GM is screaming. I'm screaming. Like, oh, you were just... It was amazing. It was like... Um, you don't realize how much you get into something i understand sports people now because i got really into this and there's another thing we got to talk about on youtube i got really hooked in world of warcraft actually uh, has streaming their um their pvp and dungeon runs competitions their esports and i was watching their live mythic dungeon runs through world of warcraft and it was so entertaining watching these people. And literally, they had they had broadcasters that were like broadcasting like sports, um, and doing play by plays, and knew exactly what was happening. Like it was legit, like a sport. It was so entertaining, and you just get so hooked into it. Oh my god, um, I'm loving it so much. So those are my nerdy moments. Um, that is really that's really all I've been doing on the internet besides just working doing what i do on work um really uh, on youtube all i've been watching is really that and of course i love me some uh good old-fashioned cooking videos over there uh from um Deonxi, i'm saying it wrong <laughs> over there from those two my two favorite chinese youtubers that do the various cooking videos and uh things from their various provinces love that love me some korean street food preparation love it um just random little <laughs> things on YouTube to keep me entertained during the day. So let's move on. Let's talk about some WoW. She's probably playing WoW or something. <laughs> Job's done. Me not that kind of orc. 
Okay, darling, to continue where we left off last week, the last major patch was Assault on Blackwing Lair. The next patch into the game was called Rise of the Blood God, in which we go into the Gurubashi Trolls capital city of Zulgarub to defeat the Blood God Hakar the Soul Flayer. Now, before we can get into that, I have to tell you a little bit about the Troll Empire and the Troll People. As we've talked about before, Azeroth used to be a giant Pangean continent with the Well of Eternity, this magical fount in the center. Now, we talked about the fact that the Night Elves once controlled the vastness of this territory in their heyday. But before they came into power, the Troll Empires were in power. You had the Drakari in the north, the Amani in the east, the Gurubashi in the south, the Zandalar in the center, and a small group of dark trolls that existed close to the Well of Eternity. Now, the magics of the Well would eventually seep into the Dark Trolls, and the Dark Trolls would become the Night Elves. So before the Night Elves existed, they were trolls. So, when it comes to these various empires, they existed for a long time, um, but we're going to focus on the Gurubashi and their capital of Zulgarub. It is from the Gurubashi Empire that you have two distinct sects of trolls. You have the Sanfury Trolls and you have the Jungle Trolls, which are also referred to as the Gurubashi Trolls. Because of their wars with the Ankir, which is a warring bug-like species that exists on Azeroth, and civil war, 1500 years before uh, we get to the Dark Portal even opening, so well before where we are now, you have this civilization, this massive kingdom is torn apart. Then you literally had the world torn apart. And what small fraction of this former massive empire exists in a small area in the eastern kingdoms in the southernmost area called Stranglethorn Vale, a massive jungle that exists in the southern part of the continent. Now, troll society exists by worshipping loas. Loas are like wild gods. These are uh, spirits of power that exist and that they're given names. You had the loa of kings, Razan. You had uh, Buonsandi, who is the loa of death in the current world. But one of the loas that we're going to talk about is the loa of blood, Hakar the Soul Flare, who is the primary reason for this patch. So, Hokar is not physically manifest in Azeroth. He is pretty much a spirit. So, when the, the Gurubashi Empire was fracturing and they were desperate and they didn't know what to do, they called out to the wild gods and he answered. And he showed them the secrets of blood that would give them power to control most of Stranglethorn Vale and certain islands in the southern seas. And with it, the Gurubashi Empire, in its fractured state, was able to keep some power. But he was a demanding god. He wanted daily sacrifices, and he wanted more than anything for them to bring him into the physical plane so that he could drink the blood of his enemies and the entirety of the world. So for centuries, <laughs> centuries, they would try to bring him back and then groups would stop them. This is just another attempt. Like, dude, like they've tried really hard for a really long time to get him and every time it's failed. So where we find ourselves currently in game, when this happens, the rise of the blood god, the Zandalari tribe, uh, which still exists, find out the, that in the ruined temple of Atal Hakar, the loyal priest of the blood god Hakar tried to res him and realized there was no way to bring him back but by doing so from the capital of this Gurubashi tribe, Zul Gurub. 
Now, he was able to corrupt and conquer this tribe. And all of the priests that were sent by the Zandalar to try to stop this from happening, they found themselves being corrupted by his madness and made to serve. It is then that the Zandalari actually turn to the Dark Spear trolls. As you know, the Dark Spears are part of the Horde and say, we need the heroes of Azeroth to enter Zulgorub and stop the summoning of Hakkar. But what they didn't know is that Hakkar had already been summoned. So they enter Zulgorub. They're fighting the various priests and the priests' loa-based magic and Jindu to fight uh, against them as they had been com- they've been made to serve Hakkar. And when they realize that Hakkar is manifested, they did something kind of crazy. So Hakkar's own power was used against him. So in his bloodlust, his his eagerness to consume the blood of every living thing in its path, he would feed on various horde, various heroes of Azeroth that had let themselves be poisoned by his corrupted blood. He was completely unaware that the poison entering his veins until it was too late, and in the end, Hakkar was consumed by his very own dark magic, and it brought him down and defeated his physical body. And with that, the heroes of Azeroth prevail again, but it's always short-lived when it comes to Azeroth, because there's always something right around the corner. And you remember those bug creatures I was talking about, the Unkir, that used to war with the trolls? Well, they're making a comeback, because the next patch is called The Gates of Encourage. I'm going to leave it there, guys. Thank you so much for listening to the Donna Sugar Show. I hope you guys enjoy this. I hope you guys enjoy my show. Um, We didn't even talk about Drag Race, which we totally need to do. So next week, I will definitely make sure that we take the time to talk about both the U.S. Drag Race and the U.K. Drag Race, which I'm totally hooked on. Oh, so good. Oh, so good. And I'll tell you who my favorites are. So, darlings, mwah! see you next week. Okay, with the program, me has no one is so rich as to throw away a friend. You know how. Well, thank you so much, Chi Chi. You are exactly right, my friends and darlings. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Donna Sugar Show. You can download these episodes anywhere you can find podcasts online. And, darlings, I love to hear from you. So, give me a call at 716 236 8599. Leave me a voicemail, me at donnasugars.com, or find me online at Twitter and Instagram at donnasugars and on Facebook at the Donna Sugar Show Facebook page. Or check me out on Tumblr at donnasugars.tumblr.com. Tumblr, that amazing place where physical beauty was enjoyed by all in all of its splendor. And thanks to Prudes, now all you can see are pet memes and funny text exchanges between moms and kids. And me, holding out that someday the dicks might return. That's tumblr.com. Kisses, darlings. Bye. And if you enjoyed this background music, check it out on Audio Library on YouTube. Just search Friendship by Declan DP. This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. Find all the best shows under the rainbow at pride48.com.